guess what? We're going to go straight into the next workshop because that's what an intensive is like. <laughs> All good. Okay, fantastic. Um, I'll do the exercise late, um, later. Longer break was good. Okay, all good. So guys, remember there are homework threads for each of these. It's not like you've got to do the homeworks by set dates, but it is beautiful that we use the accountability element of the school. So I think all four threads have been pinned to the top of the school group. Um, that piece is the homework for today. Each of the PDFs has X sections of, of homework. All can be shared on those threads, okay? All can be shared on those threads. So let's dive in. Um, is there anything anyone wants to quickly share in the chat about what came through for them? Or are we ready to go? Oh, just getting tangled in the wires. <laughs> I would need to write two pages, couldn't stop. That's amazing. That's amazing. All that clarity of vision, guys. And so as you think about building your businesses, as you think about making decisions in your life, come to this. You know, sometimes, for example, let's even think about investment, right? We can get so in our head about an investment, but when we come back to our actual dreams and desires and what we want to create in our life, it's a no-brainer, right? It's a few days of fear for what you actually want to create. And I remind myself of this every time that, you know, we've had a dip and I continue to make investments because you guys need to know about me is that I am in always, regardless of the results. I'm always, always in. Oh no, I put my tea on my book and I've now got a ring. That's so sad. Um, I'm always, I'm always, I'm always in, right? And so, when I'm, you know, navigating something in business and we might have to do another stretch or another move, I come back to this, I come back to this, I come back to this, and it just keeps me centered, okay? So let's talk about anchoring into the wish fulfilled, which is really just another way of saying everything that we've been doing today, okay? But the wish fulfilled is a really beautiful technique for manifestation. Who can remember what living in the wish fulfilled even means? And bonus point for who can remember who it's by. Who can remember what it's by and who can remember what it is? It's part of this mold thing. I've got to have um, essential oils in my tea and I'm a little bit addicted. Living as if the vision has already happened, Neville Goddard. Two points for Daniela, right? Neville Goddard living in the vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are like, Hannah, we listen to you every day on the podcast. So we know this, this was an easy question. <laughs> but let's go through it again. Because we can intellectually understand something and still not be living it. And what do we know? Transformation happens when we live the teachings, not when we know the teachings. So Living in the wish fulfilled is Neville Goddard's way of saying, live as if all of your prayers have already been answered. Let me give you a tangible example that I recently navigated. So there was a time in January and February, January was still a pretty good month, but February and March were a little bit lower. 
and um and then april's really good again but financially not because of anything else when i was in february and march i noticed my brain going to well i've got to travel guys you'll see i'll be in dubai in may and then i'll be in marbella in june and um costa rica maybe in july so i've got lots of um trips planned this year for mastermind and business and various things and then america maybe in november which i'm very excited about i've never been to america before but i noticed that when we were navigating things in February and March, my brain immediately went to, I'm not going to be able to pay for those trips, right? Looking at the income that is coming in right now, I'm not going to be able to pay for those trips. And I said it to my bookkeeper, okay? That's how much I was in that story. And she goes, wait, we never dropped the standard. Or I said to her, oh, I can fly economy and not fly business. I've not I've not flown economy in like, I, I don't remember the last time I flew economy. I always fly business. It's part of my self-image, right? I wouldn't die if I flew economy, but I always fly business. And she goes, well, no, we don't, we don't drop the standard, Hannah. And then I realized, fuck, I got into this dip and I was thinking from the dip, right? Oh, I should fly economy instead of business. What's the energetic assumption? Income's not going to increase. And we create through energetic assumptions. When we assume we're energetically projecting a result, right? So as I was saying that, I was energetically projecting income not going up in March, in April, in May, in June, in July. And that's what we do all of the time. So I had to have a word with myself. It'd probably be mid-March. And I was like, no, Hannah, you are that you fly business class. You are that you can pay for every single trip and it doesn't even dent your bank account. I mean, I, I could have, even if we'd not made any money for the next, I don't know how many months, been able to pay for those trips easily. But when there's fear, there is no logic. And there was this moment where I was like, kind of stop thinking from the dip. Stop thinking from the dip. And I had to really call myself out of that. And I'm like, you have to live as if your prayers have already been answered. So if my prayers have already been answered, what is it? The restructure has worked. The business is, 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 is again, I'm going to that next level. I'm going towards my visions and goals. Well, am I going to be spending Monday to Friday worrying about income rising? No, because it's already done. So what am I doing? I'm spending my time creating incredible, awesome programs. Do you see the difference? We waste so much time in stress and anxiety of trying to change a result instead of shifting the energetic frequency, changing our assumptions and living from that. And that's really what the energetic work is in a nutshell. So let's take that as example, right? My prayers have been answered. So for this, it would be back to six figure months, you know, which is kind of, we were playing at six figure months last year, a little bit under six figures, like, you know, um, 80,000, 70,000 consistently for quite a long time, 100,000. And 
my prayers already being answered was that I decided that I wasn't going to just dip and then go back to where I was. I was going to dip and be better than ever, right? And so I decided on a set amount, which I might share later, I might not. Um, and I was like, how would I be living if this was the month that that amount had come into my bank account? Now, here's the thing that I want you to really hear. It's not about going out and spending the money when the money isn't there. It's about the feeling that you have when you do the things. So I started feeling my six-figure months in March again. And I started taking action and doing all the things from this place of I'm in the feeling of six-figure months, which is I feel safe. I'm not needy. I don't need anyone to buy. I know that everything that I desire is on, my, on its way. So I'm coming to everything from the assumption of this is going to work for me because I make six figures a month. So it's, it has to have worked for me, right? I'm not second guessing myself. Because here's the thing. It's like, if you create from the dip, all you'll do is create more dip. So we have to create from the vision. And this is where it gets really nuanced because you might be doing the exact same things, but it's the energy in which you do the things that give you the desired result. And this doesn't mean that we have to be high vibe, but it means that you're going to market differently if you're feeling confident and successful in your business, which is why we did the kind of getting rid of the emotion and money piece to start with. to being like, oh, business isn't going well right now. Like, how, do you think people feel you if you're marketing from a place of business isn't going well right now versus I'm a living, fucking, walking, talking miracle? Think about closing big contracts, right? Think about holding boundaries. Like the version of you in the vision finds that easy. So if we can anchor into that, and live in that, we find that everything that we desire is magnetized to us and it's mind blowing. When I'm really getting in my head, what I do is I look to, I close my eyes and I look to the future, which is, I think, left. Or is it right? Left or right? Someone Google that for me. When we do alpha, we go that way because that's the future. So you're looking left. And I tap into me and the vision and me and the goal. And I'm like, what would you do? What would you think? What would you, how would you deal with this situation right now? Because people think that this is living as the wish fulfilled. It's like, oh, I walk through like a rose meadow, but it's actually like, how do I navigate the actual shit that's happening in my life? Not as me, but as who I'm becoming. Left, thank you, Yuli. So when we're incorporating Neville Goddard's teachings, it's about thinking, it's about feeling, it's about doing from the goal, not from where you are. And this is the thing that we slip out of and forget all of the time. And this is why we have to keep coming back to you get to create yourself and your life every single day, every single moment. This is why Esther Hicks talks about like, if you're, 
if you're in a fucking um like frenzy go have a nap <laughs> come back to it afterwards <laughs> right now when we start doing this and it's really interesting we stop being a victim of circumstance of oh god these things are happening right because when we're like oh god these things are happening it's like the circumstance is bigger than you and we start tapping into no i'm the creator so it stops being about like oh people aren't buying because that's what we could get into why aren't people buying and then you start going into thinking of how can i make people buy and that's not how we want to market we don't want to market from a place of how can i make people buy it's like how can i be vibing in my success so much how can i be so good at what i do that people are desperate to join me. That's such a different energy. How can I make people buy is like that thirsty. This is why, you know, I did a training on, you guys know that I'm always doing trainings, but I did a, a training on signing six-figure deals uh, in um, December before I released the, the premium offer suite. And she says something really interesting. She says, you can only sign these couple of these, these kind of deals with ease, which is what we've been to about high ticket deals. Not if you get the exact strategy of marketing down, but if you can create the self-image of being an icon. I say this to myself, I'm not even joking. I go, Hannah, you're quite a big deal. I know, That's embarrassing for me to admit, okay? <laughs> it's embarrassing for me to admit. But it's like, so I'm, I'm getting into the energy of I'm important. What I'm doing in the world is important. It's not like I'm more important than you, but it's like, this is good work. This is important. It's a completely different frequency to, like, I'm a pretty big deal. And the work that we do is pretty extraordinary is a completely different energy in marketing than how can I get you to buy? Because when you're in, how can I get you to buy? You're in like, what kind of pretzel can I put myself into? So you send me money. No. How can I speak about my offers in such a way that they blow your fucking socks off? That you're desperate. You're like, not desperate in a, in a horror way, but you just, you want to join me. How can I speak about the revolution that I'm leading in healing and business and growth, whatever you want to call it, that, that you, you're like, I, I'm going to go with that mission. And I know it feels backwards to what we've been taught. But it's the only thing that I can say has consistently worked for me since the beginning. When I'm focused on like, how can I get someone to do something? It's the set that that's manipulation. When I'm like, we're gonna be doing MDB and studying quantum leaps and doing this in the school of IH and it's fucking brilliant, join me or don't. That's when people join. It's another way of saying when I'm vibing in the wish fulfilled, being like, I'm a fucking successful badass woman. 
people come with me. It's not when I'm like, I am in my dip. How do I go from A to B to C out of the dip? That's never worked for me. With enthusiasm, authenticity and trust, yeah. So it's like, how can you be the icon in your life? How can you be the main character? How can you be vibing so hard in your life that people are like, please let me pay you? When I was in India, I signed a client as one of the mastermind. He's lovely. Uh, he's doing the prepaid courses. And, you know, in India, I had I, like, I, I didn't have it as a goal to sign people. I just wanted to be with my mastermind and really like soak that in. And he kept asking me, like, I want to work with you. Da, 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 da. I was just like being me. Like I just, I was being me. There was never any, how can I be this in order to get? There was never that, ever. It was just like, I'm going to be me in India. Usually I'm me in my house in Ibiza, but I'm going to be me in India. <laughs> there, was, there was no more to that. And there was this point where he was like, Hannah, I've asked you to join three to four times. Can you, can you please just have a conversation with me about this? Like, to the point that we were all laughing because people were like, what are you doing for this person to literally want to throw their credit card at you? Like, they, they would give you their, their bank right now. And the only answer to that was that I was being me. Fully and utterly me. Can you be you in the success so much that you are the ultimate magnet? Can you love your life so much that people are like, I want a bit of what she's having? Can you live the teachings and be such an extraordinary embodiment of this that people are like, me please? I think about that scene when Harry met Sally, where they have the orgasm, where she fakes the orgasm. Do you guys remember where she eats the apple pie and she starts faking an orgasm? Do you guys remember the scene in Harry met Sally? I used to watch this with my dad and I'd be like, daddy, what's she doing? He'd be like, you don't need to know that. And then I watched it when I was older and I was like, oh, she's coming. Um, and then it's the notorious scene of you've got the old lady at the table and she goes, I'll have what she's having. Do you guys know this scene? Is this, it's quite an old film, but it's a classic. Be Sally. Sometimes I feel like I'm an imposter. I doubt myself, then fears pop up. More self-image work. More self-image work. More creating of you every day. And stop telling yourself that story. Start telling yourself the story of every single day I believe in myself slightly more. And search for evidence ever. Oh, look, I did that thing. It's this tiny thing, but I wouldn't have done that in a year. We can focus on the place where doubts and fears pop up about ourselves, or we can focus on the micro steps that we're making in progress. There are still things that I'm scared of. Have you guys seen me speak on a stage? No, why? Because I'm absolutely terrified. I could focus on how I'm limiting myself by not doing that. I can focus on all the progress that I have made to speak in front of you guys. And I will make my way to the stage when I make my way to the stage. So let's look at this. 
Can someone give me a goal in the chat? And for some of you guys, as you throw a goal in the chat, for some of you guys, you might be like, I want to do more of this work. There is a live in the School of IH on assumptions that is really amazing. What are your assumptions from the wish fulfilled? My assumptions from the wish fulfilled is everyone that asks for a link buys. My assumptions from the wish fulfilled is people click on my stories and buy instantly. My assumption from the wish fulfilled is I don't have to explain my offerings much. People just get it. My assumptions from the wish fulfilled is that I don't have to stress about having the perfect strategy because cash is always coming in. My assumptions from the wish fulfilled is every time that I go into a room, right? This is a new one. No matter what, I sign a client. What would you assume from the wish fulfilled? Write that out, read it every day. I assume that people respect me. Okay, let's let's have a goal. Okay, having my ashram and the school of TSR blooming. Okay, so what would be thinking to that? What would be an example of thinking to the goal? What would be an example of thinking to the goal? I have to post on, post on social media. It's hard. It's far away. I have a lot to do. Yeah. How many of us live in this? It's so hard. There's too much to do. There's not enough hours in the day. Um, if I don't do this, no one will sign up. It's like when we're thinking to the goal, can you imagine this image? You're at the bottom of a hill, a mountain. And you're looking up at this enormous mountain. And there's like brambles and it's like you're so small and you're like holy fucking shit many people look at that mountain and they're like nah mate i'm gonna go for a nap when we work with energetics We visualize ourselves at the top of the mountain, right? We see ourselves as there. And then we actually realize that the mountain is us. It's not a journey from A to B. 
is a becoming from within. So how would we think from my business is thriving? Let's just say my business is bringing in a million a year. Can someone give me thoughts from that, not to that? My business is bringing in a hundred million. A hundred million? Fuck, okay, let's do a hundred million. I didn't mean to say that. A hundred million a year. What are you thinking? I feel happy and I'm grateful. Yeah, that's feeling. I'm going to book a spontaneous trip tomorrow because I feel like it. Yeah. What else? I'm a successful CEO. I support causes that matter to me, yeah. I'm great at building businesses, yeah. So let's go through as you guys throw, I'm the best at what I do. People love to pay me. I'm a badass, yeah. I create businesses with ease, flow and effortlessly, yeah. So you might be doing the same thing as that person that's climbing that brambly mountain. But you're thinking these things, which will magnetize a different result to you. Let's say you're on social media and you're seeing the goal is so far away. Well, what's the energy that you're posting on on social media? This is hard. I don't want to do this. Cool. That's going to give you equivalent results to this is hard. I don't want to do this. In differentiation to posting on social media thinking, I'm a goddamn fucking genius. My thoughts, even my shittest worst thoughts, are like golden nuggets, nuggets that people just lap up. How easy is it to write a post where you're like, I am great at this? <laughs> Three words. There you go. You have to post imagining that people are like, this is brilliant, give me more. Even if we know you might get three likes, it doesn't matter. Because that's what builds the audience. Because what people do is like, I don't have an audience, so I'm not gonna post. No, post like you had the best, most engaged audience in life, and then you will attract one. Plus now we have the support of AI, this is true. It's true. <laughs> I'm amazing. I love working like this. I feel free. I'm relaxed. Business is fun. Thank God I found a way to love working. Yes. Building a multimillionaire company is second nature to me. Yes. Guys, I tell myself all of the time, I have a millionaire mind. I have a millionaire mind. All my ideas are millionaire based ideas because I have a millionaire mind. And to start with, it was extremely incongruent with my reality. But you've seen how my reality has changed. When I lead into my desires, I'm always supported by God. Yes, I say this. When I move, the universe always backs me. When I move, 
The universe always backs me. But you guys not get frustrated because the algorithm sucks. I used to get uh, 10 times the engagement compared to now and it really frustrates me. Again, you're letting an external variable to define your mood. I'm, it's exactly the same. The algorithm, like story views for me used to be like ridiculously more, right? And I can get obsessed by that. And then I'm going to post from the energy of no one sees my shit anyway. Or I can post from the energy of I am the goddamn algorithm. Like I said, we're about to have our highest month in the school of IH ever with the weird algorithm that exists. Stop letting an external circumstance, right? Control your inner state of being, right? I used to be obsessed about it and now I'm back on IG. It doesn't trigger me anymore. It goes up and down for me, to be honest, uh, but I don't know, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, we're allowed to not care. There's always enough money for me. Clients love me. I'm a magnet for clients. This is the work, guys. This is the work. If you're telling yourself in your mind already that you're not going to be able to afford something in three months, you're not going to be able to afford something in three months. Live as if the best case scenario is your everyday reality. And so I know ever put one of like, I'm going to support causes or something like that. Maybe right now you can't drop like 100K into a cause, which is fine, but we get to put 50 euros a month, 10 euros a month. Because then you're still the being of that. You get to put a euro a month. It doesn't matter. I do so. Yeah, beautiful. It matters that we get to feel it and do it and be it now. And that's the fastest way to our desires. So go through your experiences later and ask yourself, how would I be thinking from this? Right? Let's say you've got a big hike. Oh, I've got to do all of the, no. That's heavy. I've just hiked Annapurna. Who am I? Oh, I'm just that I go walking every day. It's not hard. It's not like, oh, you've got to do this big. It's like, I just walk every day. Okay, I'm going to start being the being of walking every day. From the dip, I've been feeling tempted to stop donations that I do monthly, but I cannot. Exactly. Because we know the money is on its way. So final thing on the wish fulfilled, I'm gonna give you a quick tool and we're gonna to do a five minute practice and then we're gonna do the hypnosis with Tamsin. But plus it makes me happy, yeah, absolutely. So re-envisioning is a really interesting tool that this is all kind of focused around like dips and you know navigating stuff, but like, here's the thing. Life happens and we create a story about it. 
And what happens when life happens multiple days is that we can start compounding emotions and stories, and this can create negative momentum away from our dreams and desires. So something that's really, really powerful to neutralize our days, right, is re-envisioning our days before we go to sleep. And Neville Goddard calls this re-envisioning. And he says that we get to decide and choose how we remember our life. And on an unconscious level, that actually updates our memory. So before you go to bed, and this is something that I go through phases that I do and I don't do, I feels really good when I do do it. <laughs> and this is a reminder for me to get back into this. But we can re-envision our day. So we can literally go back and remember our day, but change the bits that we want to change. So I used to do this when we weren't making many sales. When I started my business, every day I would go to sleep and I would just re-envision the same day that I'd had, but with lots of sales coming in. And eventually life and time caught up. Or I'd re-envisage Craig having a, and I having a big argument, but it ended a lot easier than it actually did in real life. Or I'd re-envisage, you know, how I felt about something or, or how I reacted towards something. And it's like you can correct your, your, your behaviors and your habits this way. Neville Goddard says the most important part of your day isn't what actually happens, but the feelings and the stories that you remember. And so we're actually able to reframe our past as we go. And it kind of allows us to clear any ick, right? You know, yesterday we talk about it should have gone differently that holds us back. We anchor into that and we're trying to firefight from our unconscious mind instead of creating. We don't want to be spending our energy trying to resolve things in the past that we can't resolve. We want to spend our energy on creating the things that we want. I didn't get out of my dip by focusing on how can I fix the dip that is already gone. I can't, that's the past. I can't do anything about it. My brain might tell me it should have been different and it wasn't. So I'm going to stop expending energy there and I'm going to start expending energy on reframing my stories and thoughts before bed and then what I'm going to create the next day. It's like you clean the slate and you've got a new set of energy for the next day. So we're gonna do this super duper quickly, right? We're gonna close our eyes. I'm gonna put on some music. We're gonna relax our body. We're just gonna practice it. And then this will be saved as an audio on the, the MDB2 podcast. So you can listen to this before you go to sleep. I do that every night without fail, even when I don't feel like it or too tired. Yeah, and Sandra, what have you noticed since you do that? So we should do it correcting the day that has passed, exactly that. I visualize my dreams, but not transforming the day. So we can do both. We can hold the wish and then we can just correct what's been experienced, right? So you might go back and for example, yeah, my life changed so rapidly. You might go back and you might re-envisage another day where a contract isn't signed being another day where the contract was signed, you know? And then you go to bed with those feelings because it's already done. Right? Amazing. So we're just going to get comfy. 